We're now going to talk about Jonathan David Samuel Jones. I bet you don't know who that is. Jonathan David Samuel Jones. That's a lot of names. You probably know him as Papa Joe Jones. Yeah, that's right. The great drummer who propelled the Count Basie Orchestra into prominence in the beginning of its early history from about 1936 to about 1950 or so. Oh, he was a bad man. He was born in Chicago, but uh, soon after being born there, somehow the family moved to Alabama near Birmingham, where he learned to play the saxophone and the piano and the drums. And quite a drummer he became. He eventually became professional drummer and uh, moved up into the Oklahoma area where he joined uh, Walter Page and the Blue Devils. And he was in that band that uh, influenced Count Basie so much and impressed him so much. And of course, Basie played with them. Later, Freddie Green showed up. Basie never forgot the Blue Devils. So when he went back to Kansas City and he put the band together that would become the Count Basie Orchestra, what did he do? He stole those Blue Devils including Papa Joe Jones. Now, Papa Joe was a different kind of cat. Uh, he was very innovative, very creative, but he also had, let's just say, a temper. Oh, yeah, a temper. You all have heard about Charlie Parker uh, playing in his early days and not really having wood shedded a tune and uh, missing some changes, right? And some drummer uh, throwing a cymbal at him well, the way they say it, you know, in, in the books is that uh, this drummer threw a cymbal uh, and it hit the floor near him. But we, we know differently. The drummer threw the cymbal at his head with every intention of taking his head off so he'd never have to hear those wrong notes again. That drummer, Jonathan David Jones. It's the Papa Joe Jones. Oh, yeah, he had a temper. But what did that temper do? It motivated young Charlie Parker to take his butt home and practice. And the rest is history. Now, what are some of Papa's innovations? Well, that Gene Krupa guy who had played with Billy Goodman, he had this style of banging that bass drum on every four. And, and people still do that for some reason. But Papa went, oh, no, 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 that gets in the way of the bass. That's just old school. I'm not going to do that. That's not the way you keep time. He decided he'd keep time on the hi-hat. And of course, everybody liked to play hi-hat. They played a hi-hat close. Close it and hit it. Close it and hit it. Now, Papa, he will close it and hit it. He would open it and hit it. He hit it half open, half closed. He played the top of it. He played the, the stand. He played any part he wanted to play because he was Papa Joe Jones. If you didn't like it, you better not say anything. And he was grooving so hard, you wouldn't say anything. That's right. So he took us away from that dominant bass drum and gave us that swing, baby, and freed drummers up to do different things with their ride cymbals and with their snare drums and toms and all that. And that bass drum just become the boom to kick the band. That's Papa Joe. And all the drummers that followed him, all of them, whether it's Louis Belson or whether it's Buddy Rich or whether it's Max Roach or whether it's Roy Haynes, 
or whoever these got Max Roach, these guys all copied their styles from Papa Joe Jones. He was a bridge from the old Cooper style to the new style that eventually became bebop drumming, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, modern drumming. That's Papa, baby. He did it all. He played pretty much most of his life. And near the end of his life, he played uh, at the West End Jazz Club, and uh, all the drummers would come and check him out because he was holding court. Every night he played, you learned something. And if you stayed in your lane, you wouldn't have to deal with his temper. If you didn't have to deal with his temper and you dealt strictly with the music, you were dealing with one of the most creative geniuses ever to touch a drum set. And that is Papa Joe. Jones, the heartbeat of the Count Basie band from about 1936-37 to about 1950 and then he broke off and did other things. So let's always remember this pioneer, this innovator, this passionate musician who also encouraged Charlie Parker to go home and practice. Thank you.